You are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime with Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian, and I can already feel my voice disappearing. <laughs> but before it does, we are going to cover the anime that aired the week of the 7th of November to the 13th of November 2021, with the exception of episodes 1024 and 1025 of Detective Conan. Mamiji... Never get less ridiculous, yeah. yes. Mamiji Uka's challenge. If anything, it's going to get more ridiculous as it goes along. Mm. Uh, in which Mamiji Uka off- makes a challenge to uh, Hattori and Kudo. Can they solve this puzzle which has been left by a housemaid who has passed away. It was a puzzle she'd sent her sons to solve. Hmm. Um, in, in her passing, to find a treasure left to her by her, the the guy she worked for. They keep yes. saying a, a certain mansion. They refuse a, to say until certain, the end of it. Right to the very from. end, which suddenly drags yeah. this in these characters into the grander conspiracy. Yeah. Hmm. Um Yes, yeah, so the the master of the mansion had passed this on to her to pass on, uh, and she's using it as a way to try and trap Heiji Hattori into declaring yeah. love for her. Yeah, it's basically it's like a mystery. I can use this to set up a weird kind of gamble with the guy, and he and she's like, uh, he's like, I don't have time to fucking solve this mystery. And it's like, oh, I guess you can't solve it then. And it's like, no, I can fucking do it. And it's like, I, will you do me a favor if you solve it? And he's like, yeah, I'll do anything you want. And his girlfriend's there. Well, his not girlfriend is there. And she's like, what the fuck, dude? No, don't fucking say that. And it's like, uh, the butler's like, I have it on recording. He's, he did say that. This is, I am a notary, so this is official. You have to do whatever she says if you win this contest. But she's, she decided to, I'll put him against the best boy detective. Yes. Who is unavailable, so his his small, very looks like him um, friend is going to take his place. For yes. And Rand's like, oh, I should ring up, uh, I should ring up uh, Shinichi after I kissed him that time. Uh, and he refuses but, to answer his phone. But she's she's a little embarrassed. Like, I don't really, I can text him. I, yes. like, I'm a little embarrassed to talk to him. It's like, oh, maybe he's a little embarrassed to talk to me. And that's why he's using Conan as an intermediary yes between us like he's um, talking to conan on the phone but he won't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> intense jealousy towards a child it's some of the sloppiest covering up of his identity in this one though. <laughs> like like forgetting like answering questions and then realizing yeah yeah you said that right shinichi you said it to me on the phone right now just pretending to be on the phone very very badly it's great yeah, because there's a bit where they're arguing because they said they both declare the same answers to the same clue at the same time, and then like Eoris points out, Eoris the uh, suspiciously competent butler, um, mm. that uh, well, if Kara's relaying that from Shinichi, then that means Shinichi uh, got to the answer before Heiji did. Um, therefore, he solved it. Therefore, she can force him to propose marriage or something. Whatever her, the hell her plan yeah. is, yeah. Um, and Conan's like, and he's at one point he's like, oh, "I'm going to solve this," and then he re- recognizes the look on Rand's face from when they were kids, and she said she didn't want a donut, but then when he started eating the donut, she made this face like, "Oh, did she didn't really want the donut?" And she he realizes, "Ah, she wants Hattori to win this, not me." Hmm. Uh, so I'm going to let him win it. 
So he's trying to throw the game, so he's playing up his um, stupid child uh, act yes. a bunch as well. This is the point. Of, by this point, though, the mystery of finding this treasure from the housekeeper has turned into a murder investigation, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, someone died. So, I mean, like one of the things that we're thinking was one of the brothers went no contact. Um, one of the four brothers went no contact. And there was like, well, maybe he found the treasure and ran off with it so the other three brothers couldn't get it. And I was thinking a whole other fucking thing, because apparently, like, when the father died, they sold, the, the, the housekeeper woman, the mother, sold the house, um, and I assume lived on, on site in the in the mansion, um, or something like that. And then she put all her kids up for adoption? I was like, yes. that's kind of fucked, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 30 years ago, they were all put up for adoption. So they barely know each other. Um, they knew each other as little kids, and they do not know each other since. And I was like, is there going to be, like, a lot of, like, hey, mother abandoned me kind of shit. And it's just like, no, no, they all care deeply for the mother. As you can tell, by them all having exactly the same scar on their hand. Yes, they've all got a burn scar on their hand from when they saved their mother uh, from a hot Jingisukan uh, pot. Mm-hmm. Which I feel um, like was the last meal they had before they were sent away to be adopted. Uh, though it's not specifically spelled out, but the dates all match yeah. up to that. Is like her fainting on the reaction of learning of her husband's death, and did she have to put her kids up for adoption because she couldn't take care of him? She was so in grief. It hasn't fucking said. It, it, this is all implied, um, uh, but it's supposed to be beautiful. I think she's kind of a dick uh, without that context. <laughs> yeah, the, the clues. The cl- yeah, she's a, she's also a big mystery fan, which is why she set these she codes up in the first place. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember how it all works out. There's like a clue uh, involving like this would work way better in the manga because you could trace the paper. Yes. Um, it's basically they have four ciphers and you have to overlay them on top of each other. But the one that has the arrows and shit in it, you have to take away, and it actually forms words in English. Yeah, and there's a sense, but you can't really trace it off the telly so from your football really loving. Fun. Yeah, from your football loving mother, but she's never seen a football match in her life. Um, and the words foo and ba are like more yes. the, the, those letters are more emphasized anyway it gets um, them to a warehouse where they find the body yeah. and the other three brothers uh and there's a discussion with the three surviving brothers about the behavior of the deceased brother uh which then is the is the clue which leads hatori and Conan to f- figure out who the murderer is because Conan hmm. thinks back to earlier in the day uh when the missile-shaped kid from the Detective Boys, uh, Genta, was complaining about... Was getting, I'm really itchy from eating all these shrimp crackers. Yes. And it's like, dude, are you fucking like, allergic to crab and shit? And he's like, what? No way. I love I love shrimp and crab. It just makes me itchy like everyone else on planet Earth. It's like, no, dude, you're allergic. Yeah. Don't fucking eat those. Um, and he's like, people can be allergic to things, is the thing Conan yes. has figured out. And the, the clues are like lighting up with the shellfish allergy that Genta's got, but then then they has to go a bit further, and it's actually a metal allergy. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he has to Conan has to trick your man into figure. Like, let me drop some hints about allergies, and it's like, ah, he had a metal allergy because he was also sending back chocolates that the brother had sent them yes. on because chocolates contain what is it, nickel and something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten the other metal. And they're um, like, but yeah. then why was he wearing a metal pair of glasses? <laughs> the murderer must be the only other person here who's wearing glasses. He swapped his glasses. And it turns out that mm. the murderer is not even a brother. He's a friend of the brother. Who died recently, but said, hey, like, uh, apparently there was a mystery that my mother was trying to get us to solve, but I'm dying now. Goodbye. 
and I was going through his things and I checked his phone. He's like, he got a bunch of messages. I was like, I can, I can do with a bunch of money from a treasure. That'd be cool. So when he meant, when he went to meet, when the fake youngest brother went to meet the oldest brother, uh, the oldest brother went, Hey, I immediately know you're not my brother because of the things you say, even though we haven't seen each other in 30 years. Uh, you're not my brother. Who the fuck are you? And they got in a scuffle, fell off of a thing, smashed his head. And he, he grabbed his glasses, which broke. Yeah. So he, the guy, the, the murderer, accidental murderer, like switched his glasses. Like all glasses are just like a one for one. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, dear. Uh yeah. So also, he has earlobes. So that's, that's it. Yeah. There's. Yeah. And uh, yeah. They, and Carrie Ann does a, <laughs> one of his dirty tricks of like oh, he's made this bird by using uh, citric acid and the sunlight yeah. and um, yeah, he's gonna throw citric acid on it, uh, lemon juice, and then he panics and he goes, oh, I think it's only water. And yeah, he's got some really the usual dickish mm. face of Carrie Ann mm. being an absolute bastard to adults. Uh, most importantly, though, this has all been solved bef- in time for Heiji to take um, uh, Kazaha to this certain spot, which is only shows up once a year at this dock. Uh, he was questioning the, the old man who works at the docks who was trying to figure out what order the brothers come in. He found out it's like oh, a romantic fucking spot. I need to solve this mystery to get in time for the romantic sunset yes. that happens once a year here. Um, but the butler had looked it up on yes. Google on his phone because he's very confident and he has informed his mistress of that so she can, I guess, snipe the situation is the plan. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, mm. Yeah. So uh, they're having this, they climb up because it's like a boat goes past this only once a year and it forms like a heart mm. uh, against the skyline. And uh, he, as he's explaining this, he turns around and discovers that Kazu is no longer there. He's only explained it to Conan. <laughs> Uh, because the butler had whispered in Kazuha's ear. And take he, him down, we'll yes. take a punch of picture with all the girls. Yes. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah, all the girls are hanging out together taking a fo- photo, because this doesn't seem like the sort of things boys would be into. Ha ha ha. Also, the mansion was the mansion of... Um, God, I'm trying to remember it's who's... The, it's, the middle, it's the middle Ooh. brother. It's the middle brother, so it's... The uh, so you've got the FBI agent is the oldest brother. The middle mm. brother is the shogi genius, uh, yeah. and the younger sister is uh, the detective. And the mother is the small child, but not as small a child as I and Conan because she's older than them. So she looks like a middle schooler <laughs> as opposed to an elementary schooler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then they're talking about. Then they start talking about um, his quote-unquote brother, his in, in Shogi, who is mm. was murdered. Who's part of the Aska case, if I remember correctly. So then mm. you're now thinking, oh, is is Momiji the little sister of him? Is that are they somehow related? And that's why he she's familiar with uh, the other Shogi player. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would, and then, you, and then once you get to that point, you're like, okay, if that's the case, what's Iori's deal? This butler who behaves more like a spy because he plants a bug on Kazuha at one point during the story. Yeah, yeah. It's like Not very butler behavior. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to turn out to be MI six as well, like the mum is. Right, but like he's maybe minding the kid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, could be. Could he's be. here to watch over, actually, to watch over the shogi guy as opposed to uh, as well as Momiji yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I would, because he doesn't seem like a bad guy, except in terms of uh, Heiji Kazuha's of, relationship. Yeah, I mean, like, all the dickery he does in this is to get his master to end up with a different teen yes. boy and to, like, basically, like, block him from the girl he actually likes. Is It's just... It's very petty dickery. It's not very evil yes. overlord dickery. Yeah. Uh, and there's some stuff with, like, social differences of different parts of Japan, again, with... Uh, Ran not realizing that Momoji is insulting her at one point. Uh. Mean, fucking mean. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, oh, they must have. Lo- I I see they like queuing up in Tokyo. Like it's just they don't mind queuing. And one's like, no, that's an insult, Rand. It means like they got nothing fucking better to do. <laughs> I was like, I, I was just saying it to Rand like that so so she'd figure out for herself. And it's like, dude, that's a dick move. <laughs> it's very condescending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now this is to point out this is what people from Kyoto are like. <laughs> or rather, this Bunch is, of wankers. Or what they think of people from Tokyo, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a good little story and then he gives, gives you that little bit at the end to drag everything into the bigger story and that mm. slow snowball they're doing now of it feels <laughs> like everything is connecting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and for those who've never seen, yeah, Heiji Hattori uh, and Kazuha are from Osaka, so it's three different regions all um, hmm. being represented here. I guess the other thing is Iori could be a detective as well, uh, but he feels more like a spy with the bugs and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's that for Conan. Uh, it, I believe no. the next time it's back with Canon stuff, it is the spin off Police Academy material in December. Hmm. Then we've got The Vampire Dies in No Time, episode 6. The Empress's Birth, Dralok's Family, and Dralok's Family continued. Hmm. Uh, So we start off with the tale of the Empress's Birth in which we're introduced to another vampire who's wandering around town stalking girls. And then... Well, he, he's trying to pick up girls to let them suck his blood. So let him suck their yes, blood. Yes, but he's not doing it. it he's it's just over... following them around <laughs> yeah. as far as he gets. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is supposed to be the irony of then he has he gets a taste of his own medicine. Um, yes. Yeah. When yeah. Uh, a girl starts chasing him around and yeah. he ser- seeks help from uh, Ronaldo and Dralok. You're a guy who helps vampires, right? It's like, no, get the fuck out of my office. Hmm. We gotta hide in the crawl space established in the prior episode um, yeah. because she's here. Yeah, we're vampires. We got like super like agility and, and strength and things. But her <laughs> fanaticism, her zeal for vampires, she's obviously you know meant to be some kind of like average caricature of a Joshi for us. She's got her heightened senses connected to a vampire at fifty paces. <laughs> She'd be on top of you. Well, either vampires or hot boys. In this case, it's one and the same. Yeah. Uh, poverty, in particular, like yeah, yes, yeah, like vampires. A type. <laughs> actually, 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 is like busting in through doors, saying, "Oh, my sweet, bite me, bite me." Hmm. She digs it, hmm. and uh, they chase around for about six to seven minutes, uh, and eventually, she saves him from being hit by a truck, and then she does, she he does bite her in return to save her to life, save her from getting hit by a truck. Um, Again, you have a vampire hunter right there. Is he going to get, like, demerits for that? I feel like you shouldn't let people turn into vampires willy-nilly. But it seems, again, like a, a curable thing in this world. So Yeah. 
And this was like extraordinary circumstances, you know. That yeah, man, she got wouldn't get here in time. The yeah. best way was to do like the resurrection by her vampirism, and she's got the stuff. She's got like the potential. And I appreciate uh, it. It's like, oh, it's just her again. It didn't like you know make her super pretty or anything like that. Uh, it's just like no, it's, it's it's her. She's got like a lot more confidence, a lot more of this allure surrounding her. <laughs> and, and then yeah. like the original vampire dude actually actually kind of into that. I don't mind being like being princess carried and, and flying off into the night. This is actually all right. You know, I had her all wrong. But uh I feel like it was very much so trying to like convince you it's like, ah, you the viewer were were actually the monster for thinking that she was fat because the vampire never said he didn't like her because she was fat. It's mm. just because of she was fanatical was the yes. thing that scared him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the character design is very much in the vein of uh, currently Shinobu in One Piece, which I think mm. is a reference to Jane from the old Shonen Jump Tarkun uh, mm. manga. Um, uh, yeah, it's very similar design, but yes. Uh, so yeah, he's, yeah he, he visits them again and to tell them how happy he is now he's got oh. his super strong vampire bride. Yeah, she's so cool. I want to bulk up. Do you know any good vampire gyms? He's like, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> I do not help. I'm a vampire hunter. Read my books. <laughs> uh, uh, then they get invited to the New Year's party from Dralek's family to get their New Year's presents. <laughs> well, I can't believe Paul McCartney turned up to this. Yeah. I, I love that Drought didn't want to go, but then it was like, ah, oh, I'll give you like two presents because one for Ronaldo. He's like, oh, fucking two video games. All right, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And you kind of see where he gets being weak because he's very pampered by his dad. Um, he, he really takes a lot of hits for his son in this. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks for coming, Paul. It's It's been a... It's great to see you. Yes. He actually... Drought's told us so much yes. about you. Yes, he's told them that he's a pole dancer. And that he met dancing outside of a train station. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit with his aunt who is far too fascinating. He spends so much time interrogating him with the details of his pole dancing. <laughs> I mean, like, this is like, yeah. It is just a clean, like, no, he was, he was a ridiculous back. A ridiculous cover story. No one's ever gone, like, purely deeply into this. Too ridiculous. But I happen to be an avid fan of pole dancing. I'm on, I'm on many forums and newsletters, actually. What's, what kind of technique are you using? You know, like, you know, <laughs> it's just like the wrong person. I suppose some of these vampires have been around for a while. They got a lot of interests. Hmm. Also, I, th I think the idea that it's like, holy shit, we're going to have a fucking pole dancer at this year's um, family New Year party. Fucking I'm there. You know, it's just like that's why she came nearly because she is just on Ronaldo waiting <laughs> for the pole dancing bit. <laughs> I got some change in my back pocket. I know where to spend it. Also, yeah. apparently using armadillos as a familiar is a common thing within this family because there's also a load of other armadillos for John to hang out with at the party. Pre presumably his relations? Yeah, it's uh, that's fun. Hmm. And then the second half of this story, uh, Georgie Nicarta shows up as granddad and he's got a board game everyone can play to win their New Year's prizes. Oh, granddad, no. Oh, he comes in with the so New Year's boring. games and he just, it, it's too much. Like last year we had to do a fucking triathlon. I died several times, that kind of thing. Um, but this board game is potentially deadly as he demonstrates by immediately rolling, what did he, he rolled a five and landed on a landmine himself. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. But you could win a flat screen TV or a cow. And most importantly, um, I collected Ronaldo's volume one and two, which they have to get to, to get their cover story. 
set because otherwise they might get really mad because grandpa doesn't know that was grandpa's castle you blew up and he's like well i could just kill all these vampires i'm a vampire hunter he's like no but they'd probably sue you and it's like oh fuck i i really don't have <laughs> like that <laughs> i can't <laughs> <laughs> just for property destruction alone. Um, so Ronaldo is all on board with trying to win his own books as Paul McCartney. Um, yes. And wasn't it Paul McCartney so the, the end couldn't look him up online? It was the name he went by. I think it was that. Yeah. Something like that. It was It was a very... Um... It was a very nicked soap dish moment of like, Paul Dancer, <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul. <laughs> but I don't know what he just surname. McCartney. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, dear. Um, yeah, the the game is. I I I think it's based on some sort of variety show. Um, Probably, yeah, it felt like that. Um, just because of some of the that have they have to have him dress up in uh, a basque at oh, one point and a, as a bunny girl, mm-hmm. basically. Um, yeah, uh, sure love that joke still. And uh, yeah, he has to roll a five to get to the end and thankfully a mysterious blur knocks the dice onto the five so he can win the prize <laughs> and it slows the, you know, the anime slows down and shows us it was john what did it because <laughs> uh, the joke before that is that they both just need a five and then um Dralek, they, they're like oh we've got a chance because most people have been swallowed by a plant at this point um mm. And the very cruelly, the space plan. after the landmine or Orange Under Things, like go back one space. So it's just like, this is this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And he rolls like a one. Like and yes, he has mm. to uh, go back to the start. <laughs> Which is why John has to step in because otherwise they'd be there all night. Yeah, it would definitely um, be one of those games where you have to roll the exact number to get to the end. If you don't, yes. well, you go, you got to loop all the way back around and use your extra spaces to go back around. It's like, ah, oh, come on, why granddad. We hate Grandpa's New Year's game, um, and it's not like I, I guess for humans that's not as bad because you know eventually Grandpa will die. Sorry, Grandpa, but in this case, it's just like hundreds of years, thousands of years of this. We are fucking done. We're over. Of one, we've one, we've had all the family activities now. We've one, we we did, we did connect for like two centuries ago. We're past it. <laughs> That's six. why it keeps coming up with new, wilder uh, New Year's games. Um, what is it that? Oh, and uh, he he casually uh, like yeah. Ronaldo picks the books. Is like oh, thank you. I love books. Fucking books are great. And Grandpa's like oh, by the way, Dalk, I meant to mention. I noticed on the way here, uh, our castle was destroyed. Uh, what happened there? And it's like, oh, it, it was uh, it was Ronaldo. You can read all about it in the books. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately undone. And he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's, it's just fucking property. It's grand. It's, he's not oh. mad about it. Nobody's going to get sued. I'm glad you're finally moving out and, you know, you're trying to make your way in the world, son. You know, <laughs> very, very proud of you. Yeah, they baby him some more. And, um, yeah, the, the the rest of the vampires are just happy to have the fucking game over. It's just like, oh, we'll, just, we'll just call it there. Yeah, we're good. We, we don't need multiple winners. Don't need a second prize or anything. It's grand. Next week yeah. it is lewd talk 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 talk. Uh, Toe Hander's terrible day off, and then comes father. Mm. I've watched good, the yeah. first two parts of that. Okay, already it's it's a good one. Another uh, PowerPoint presentation from from Hander. Oh, the, the, the Hander stuff. The Hander stuff is it's everything you expect. We learn more uh, about his yes. home life next week. Yes, 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 how yes. how how are they going to arrive in that same shot? <laughs> the answers might surprise you. <laughs> hmm. 
Then we've got Ranking of Kings, episode five, Intertwining Plots, in which Dida gets served up a nice dad smoothie. Just wanted a regular coffee with milk and all this fucking stuff. Oh, this is why I don't go to independent cafes. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. So Dida is being led into the basement of the castle by the mirror, mm. where he is met by two weirdos. And the mirror insists these are your dad's servants. Uh, let me just take you through his frozen menagerie of monsters that is yeah. built under the castle. This seems perfectly normal. Yes. Well, there's yeah. two servants that you seem to got out of the bargain from vanquishing another monarch, it seems, if you see in someone's <laughs> backstory. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's, um, again, you'd know so much more by this point if you're reading the comic. Uh, but, uh, the way it's kind of drawn out, the, like because basically there's a lot of weird shit happening. You're like, why is any of this happening? I would love an explanation, I and mean, I presume the comic gives any or some explanation. It gives some explanation along the time, which makes me fear we're getting going to get a massive information dump at some point in this, uh, which would weirdly be thematic with the stuff they're cutting out. Um, yeah, yeah. So Ooh. they've they've got the dad's been frozen, and they put him in a blender because mm. you need to drink the bone marrow to get his power but we also need to make a phoenix we defrost a f- we make make a phoenix <laughs> cut its head off set it on fire make a resurrection gem melt that in your dad's bone marrow mm. uh, and then Dida's like no I'm not drinking this this is far too weird <laughs> it's that's, gross eh? that's the smartest thing he said the whole fucking show honestly I was just like that. this seems like a remarkably bad idea um, I have no idea what's going on but it seems like a bad idea yeah. just drink it there's no catches I promise you know it's gonna be, you're gonna get super strong you're gonna be a super king well mm. I'll show you what I can do against these two guys you know one, and then you say these two intimidating weirdos uh, these grave guards if one dispatches them with ease it's like yes. I can do this because the mirror orders them to grab him and force him to drink it uh, which definitely just should raise his suspicions even more and it does um, uh, yeah and he storms off leaving the mirror there uh, also in this episode the, the spear guy seems to be slowly working his way into yeah the he's base. heading down there. he's not there for any of and this. he's been there um, before we see fighting he fought yes. a griffin here before and the two servants were side uh flanking a green robed woman mm. um as oh, as he goes down though yeah as he goes down mm. in present day we see that boji's mum is also frozen down here mm. um so uh we don't know why he's why he's coming down here and he doesn't get to where dida is in this episode mm. uh i assume unless there's two exits he'll bump into him on the way there um Talking of going down, uh, Boji is saved from his fo- his certain death by Kage, who was in the backpack the entire time. I, I did like his reveal. It's like, hey, Boji, it was me. I was here the whole time. I helped you in every scenario. And Boji's crying. Is like, then uh, Kage's crying. It's like, ah, we're we're big boys. We don't we don't cry. And then he tries to make <laughs> some jokes. 
And I was just like, okay, this moment I like. That was that was really good. Yes. And particu- any Kage Borgi stuff is great. Particularly because Kage crying is quite a funny drawing. Uh, because yeah, his entire yeah, yeah. body starts crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you kind of think of that as like, oh, it's a nice little thing. But if it was maybe laid out... It was a kind of originally paced in the comic that said there would be a much bigger gap between when Kage was gone and then coming back to him after, after so long. It's like, oh, yes. it's just, I've missed this dude. But it's only been like an episode, like two episodes. Mm. He hasn't been gone that long as far as we've known. So, yeah. so he's um, been ordered by our uh, snake charmer lad to um, take care of him. I don't know his reasons, but I mean, like it suits me. So yeah, I, I did that. It's basically Kage's opinion. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of getting the within this episode. You're like, okay, right, yeah, Baby, despite appearances, is a good guy, and Domus, despite appearances, is a com- extremely conflicted and weak man. Yes, yeah. uh, strong fighter, weak willed for sure. Yeah, mm. it's again, he's like dead set, and this is the idea of strength, and it's only this way because uh, no, the idea I of strength like is to king. follow orders. Is it though? What if they're really fucked up? What if it says push a child into a fire? Is that is that a good idea? Is that what a good guy would do? Well, it's about being strong. <laughs> yes. Well, I could push him in, couldn't I? But uh, yeah, he's trying to prove it though because Dida has said he's he's a terrible man already. Hmm. We see in the flashback with Dida, and it's like he's like, why did you vote for me? Why did you betray Boji? I don't have any I don't have any use for such treachery. Yeah, he's uh, like, I wanted you to be my right hand man, but like, you were willing to turn on your pupil. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, but then, I don't like, even like the kid. But then, like, for the, for the dudes who didn't vote for Dida, he's yeah. fucking dispatched like assassin to take them out. So, um, which, what do you want, Dida? Damn if you do. Damn <laughs> do you want if you someone don't. who's loyal to you, or someone who's like would follows their own will? Uh, like, which, what, what the fuck are you after? Like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm not exactly sure that he fucking knows what exactly he's after either. I suppose so, he's only yeah. nine. He, he, he yeah. hasn't got a clue what it is. Like, mm-hmm. um, And rather than get out of this hole, Kage's like, we're going to go down because there's a guy in the underworld it will train you up to be the strongest. It'll make you stronger. So let's go down. Mm. Blimey, it's a bit steep. Uh, oh, I made you a crown as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest. Thing. I made you a paper crown to look official. A cloth shit. crown, yeah. a cloth crown. Cloth crown. You're right. I yeah. get a safety pin or something in that because it blows off very yes. easily in this like fucking infernal flame erupting yes. hole. Yeah, flame yeah. infernal canyon. It lands neatly on a human skull, uh, uh, which they realise all these dead bodies are being caused by the toxic gas. Well, I guess is it toxic? We'd learn it's cursed, it's cursed gas. Yeah. Gas. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. why they only get knocked because out. Two knights pick up their their unconscious bodies. They're clip clopping for a lot of this episode, bringing them down. And yes. the guy's like, "Hey, uh, oh, I see. Like, let me look with my magic eyes." It's like, "Oh, they're already cursed. You can't, you can't do a curse on top of a curse." I, I always like it when games do those rules. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's why you can't poison the poison type Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so you can't curse them with gas because. Uh, that guy's Kag is cursed by God or something. Yes, he's got his mm. his entire clan has a divine curse on them. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they weren't always that shape, you know. <laughs> they were just they were just bestowed upon them because hey, you're all fucking assassins and thieves. You should look like this. Oh, and and that kid is a giant who's cur- who's been cursed with uh, like his strength being taken away. I was, just, 
Of course. It's so obvious. When you're both your parents are giants, you should have been a giant. (laughs) And also, in the comic, you know why his strength has been taken away in the first volume. (laughs) 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 Which is the thing Uh... driving me crazy watching this cartoon. (laughs) Because I know why. Uh, (laughs) And I'm like, when are you going to get to it? Because it's kind of important. Um, Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's the yeah, and so this will amuse him apparently. Um, I don't think he has a proper introduction, but this is the king of the underworld. You get to see him, he's got his some... face reveal has a very wide mouth, like a, like a cheeks. Yes, mm. it, it, it's like he's eating a whole, it's like he's eating, eating a banana whole sideways, sideways. you know. Anybody, oh, and then uh, Dormas meets up with uh, your other fella who he came with. He's like, hey, where's Boji? And it's like, uh, Boji's gone. He's like, what do you mean Boji's? Uh, did you fucking push him into the big fire pit? What the fuck? I will fight you. And it's like, okay, but like, you're going to have to beat me up because I feel really mad at myself right now. Ah, uh, okay. I let you wound me in the arm by blocking it with my arm instead of my sword, but come on, cut through my arm. Knocks him out. It's like, fine, I'll fucking do it. Because yeah. I assume it's cut off the hand that betrayed Boji, basically. Yeah, mm. and also it means yeah. he won't be able to talk to Boji ever again. Yeah. Uh, well, at least in yeah. his head, because he no. Yes. Nobody knows that he can lip read. Yeah, yeah. Except, uh, except for Karge. Yeah. Um, mm. um, I think that's everything. There's like, like it's like the like title said, intertwining plots. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. They do love keeping it a mystery. They do, yes. They do, they do, mm. they do. Because uh, at this point, you'd know more about the cloaked woman and you'd know more about the nature of the curse. Mm. Uh, uh, just hazarding a guess that the cloaked woman might have been that, that weirdo little girl who hit Kage all that time ago. But I don't know. I'm just, I'd say maybe. If, Maybe maybe it's trying maybe it's trying to lead me down that way of thinking. Who who have I seen before? Who that might have been? Yeah, I don't think that's yeah, the yeah. case. Yeah. I don't, uh, unless Cargo's a lot older than he seems. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's supposed to be quite young because him saying to Boji and this is like we're both big boys, um, that kind of way. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, we're in the underworld, so uh, I guess we'll see more of the king and his brother next week. Mm. Then we've got Sakugang, episode six, Justice for Villains. Uh, also got a lot going on here. It's barely got enough time to really <laughs> get it all across. I, I was glad that I, I was amused that it was like, I won a lot of money with the money I had, and then I lost it all in the opening bit. <laughs> it's just like, let's get that out of the way. That's not that's, that's not going to make for a good episode. So that's no, done. But that the fact it happened is important for the end of the episode. Uh, yes. But essentially, this is an introduction to a new character called Yuri. Uh, but we also have the return of, I can't remember her name because it's too complicated. Ugh, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot that as well. Uh, it uh, is the lot of name, but it's Benzabaz Zakletu. That's yeah. it. Gagamber owes her one million um, money. I'm not sure what the unit of currency is in this. Uh, but she's paid one million for this new guy to hack his, his robot so they can catch him. So now, does he owe them two million? Is that what they're claiming, or did she just basically transfer what was owed? I'm not one hundred percent sure. Well, I suppose like well, 
she was going to pay this dude one million to, to do it. So now, like, mm. but she hasn't got that one million. She's going to get to get that one million off of him in the first place. So you got to yeah. give me two million, one for me and one for him now. So yeah, you can just do odd jobs for us, like sweeping up, hoovering, and stuff until you pay back the one million. Is the plan? Yeah. Meanwhile, we'll induct Memimpu into our into our grab into our group because we're big hacker people, and she's like really impressed with us. She's like, no, don't corrupt my daughter. <laughs> so is this supposed to be like a a kind of fake uh, communist country? Because they they keep talking about everyone is equal, and I was trying to figure out the architecture and everything. But I didn't quite get yeah, that. Yeah, anyway, the colony is called Ayar. A R E and then capital Y double A R. Yeah, which I wonder whether there's going to be some meaning between these strange names down the line as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so they're like a they're like a ragtag group of orphans who uh, help the poor. Stealing from the rich, rob the rich, stealing from the poor, uh, mm. from this town which supposedly everybody is equal, uh, but the official is corrupt. Yeah. Uh, it's more, it's more you have equal opportunity regardless. Yes. But if you can't do it, it's your own fault. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, if one, like you know, it's like, oh, well, well he's, he, they were, they were like, you know, taken into like, no, the, the, the state-run orphanage, but they were like. I guess trying to be trying to like like conditioned to be like upstanding members of society, but it didn't take. And it's yeah. made them more radicalized against the whole thing. But they keep saying it's like we're too stupid to function in society, and I think it's more so it's like they're you know fell through the fucking cracks. They didn't quite fit the niche. Yeah. And stuff and the suggestion is he robbed bread for them while they were living on the streets, and therefore got his hands chopped off, and now has robot hands, and mm-hmm. should pay the government back for his robot hands. They chopped off his original hands, but he's just like, you know what, fuck you, yeah. Uh, and so they they steal a lot of stuff from the official, and then the official gets revenge by closing all the orphanages. Hmm. This is like, well, the orphan the orphans have an advantage over orphans that aren't in an orphanage. So I mean, like, we gotta have everyone be equal, right? We find some complaints from parents that these children are getting money for, for not having parents, and uh, <laughs> if they feel their children are losing out. Yeah, I don't know how the hell you can make that sound good. We're just closing all the state-run orphanages. Yeah. Uh, so this way, everyone's on the same page. Yep. And so <laughs> Yuri's like, okay, well, we're gonna do, we're gonna take it up a notch. We're gonna be like this other terrorist group. That is this the first time we've heard of them? And indeed, see them briefly, uh, I presume. Did they were mentioned briefly? Or I all think they were briefly. mentioned on the newscasts in the yeah. first episode, but we yeah. haven't seen anything. Yes, yeah. on their mention, we cut back to the location of the previous episode where we see, uh, like the evil doppelgangers of Gagumba <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, uh looking at the animus, mm. and uh, the detector young girl was here. Yeah, uh, it's either the back kind of like. Or sinister endeavor. I've called it being mentioned. There's this terrorist group, but there's also like cults down here. So I wonder, are, are these like some large yeah. worship the animus and it is the lifeblood of the earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gagumba's constantly flashing back to when he was younger and he was behaving like Yuri. He, he, had, a, he had a friend who he not so much betrayed, but when was like, all right, I'm going to go be wild and crazy. And then there's a shot of like blood and it's like, okay, so that didn't work out for your friend, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so him and one of the other members of the Yuri team have to stop Yuri from uh, doing something stupid. 
mm. because they point out, look at all the good you've done doing what you're doing now. You're going to ruin it by getting overzealous and you're probably going to die. Like trying to take over a government building when yes. the, the solution that they actually came up with was... Um, also, he seems to have an EMP built into his robot, which is cool. But yeah. uh, instead of taking over a government building, just release footage of him hanging out with a bunch of bunny girls. Yes. We're never going to get over bunny girls um, in anime. <laughs> which <seems>. was footage <laughs> of Gilbert, but they just changed the guy's face. <laughs> I mean, like, he is doing a bunch of crime, but so we can just accuse him of crime that will get put people off him. So that's yes. fine. It's out there already. You're shaping public opinion. Yeah, yeah. And it's worked, and so it's time for them to head off. But Zagletto is not going to let them go alone because he's got, she's going to hang around till she gets a million. And also, also she, there's interest on it now. Um, yes, she's, she's counting the days <laughs> yeah. when it's not paid back, basically. And also, Yuri's going to join them as well because he used to spread the word of Yuri team across the colonies. Um, have we got like a, a team of three machines, like you're meant to have, or at least spelunking expeditions? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And four characters, so you can now have them all interact differently with each other uh, mm. than just the father and daughter getting angry at each other. They've got new people to get angry at. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they're, all, they're all just going to gang up on, on the Gumber. They <laughs> are, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone seems to fucking have no time for his shit. But he can have his moment, I suppose, when he's got to pull out that pistol and do some fancy shooting again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another enjoyable episode. There's some fun action. Uh, yeah. It, it was just crammed in a lot, and I felt like yeah. their whatever critique they're trying to make of this kind of societal setup, it, it was a bit woolly. About it. I'm not sure. Yeah, because they were trying to introduce obviously our new character. They were trying to like establish like a new thing, and uh, yeah, it, 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 there was a lot in it. But I mean, like if they put it to two episodes, it wouldn't have that kind of punch, and it would have been drawn out. Is the other problem? It doesn't quite yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's kind of like like excise some of the one things, but but. I suppose they spell it up a bit, like having a kind of montage of their various heists. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, mm. yeah, sure. Then we've got Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, episode 57, God of the Underworld. How big a dick is Vern? Well, you'll learn in this episode. As he... I mean, like he's basically using magic as a dick measuring contest, so yeah. <laughs> Pops yeah. is like, wow, that was way more powerful than my. I can't remember. Kafriz, Kafriz, there's Frizz and Kafriz, but he's he's just yes. he's just casting he's just casting fire one, and making That's it all. Just, yeah. it's, it's so good that it's basically like this Faraga. It, yeah, it's basically better than your fire too. Um, yes. So I mean, like, let me let me cast my fire too. It actually forms a bird. It's yes. way cooler than yours. Well, before he gets to that, though, he's like, okay, yeah. well, Baron, he yes. did, did well for this shame without a human. I should give him. A uh, farewell a deserving for a human, which means I'm just going to incinerate his body so you can't bury it. And yeah, after he's like, oh, sorry, did you guys want to fucking bury it or something? Sorry. At sorry. which point, Dai charges at him and gets killed. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> he gets taken the fuck no, no, it's out. it's fine. So. He's, just, he's, just, he's just down to one, H, one HP. It's one of those attacks. Yeah, uh, so Mom has to heal him while the lads have to try and protect him and... Um, they're just not doing well, just trying to hold them off. So uh, Pop is, I guess, our, our leader. And he's like, okay, uh, let's let's try switching to offensive because um, this defending thing and getting trying to hold off his fire blast is not working. He seems to, he doesn't have any, I think, um, is it uh, Hyunkle who points it out? 
He has no charge time on his magic. He just casts magic and then casts another magic. Yes, he's breaking all the yeah. rules of the game. Um, <laughs> Cheap fucking it's boss. It's fucking bullshit. About he's, yes. he's fucking, he's, his gauge bill is like doing twice the time. He gets yeah. two moves. Yes, because during the attack, when Fern's on the attack, it's like uh, he, he he casts a spell and uh, Pop tries to block it with his uh, Kafriz and he's like, his, his Kafriz is more powerful than mine. And Fern's like, oh, no, no, that's not a Kafriz, that's just my Frizz. You see, my magic power is so high, even my low-level spells are more powerful than your high-level ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he usually just ignores this little, like, a floating ember, you know, just like, one, one, big, big, big slap yeah. them, and it just, whatever it touches, bursts into a pillar of flames. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it burns off Pop's magic clothes from over his regular yes. clothes that he's wearing. He must be roasting, is what I was uh, thinking. So they go on the attack, <laughs> not just from the fire. it does not seem to work, but then, after a moment, uh, Vern's hand falls off, because Barb had managed to graze him. Mm. And then he's like, well, have a go. If you think you're hard I'll enough. Thinking, huh? <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, as you know, Darklings do regenerate, but now I can only cast, like, the one spell. So, I mean, like, you got a bit of a shot. You want to you wanna take, oh, take a shot? It's going to take ages for this to grow back. Oh, hope no one comes in here and try to punch me again. <laughs> Mom's like, ah, we got to take the shot. We got to take the shot. Pop pulls her down because he regenerates the hand quick enough to actually shoot a spell out of it. And he's like, ah, I fucking nearly had you there. You've been a real oh. dick. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're fucking, you're doing all of whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> complete absolute showboat and prick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pop tries his best spell, uh, Meteora, and uh, he's cast Bounce, and so his bounces straight back at him. You were warned about this, Pop. Yeah. <laughs> you were about also, this. You, you shouted at him, was like, hey, look at me. And it's like, no, just shoot at him when he's not looking at the very least, but he's quick enough that he can cast Bounce well beforehand. Uh, yeah. And then he goes on his long speech about how might makes right. Uh, it's yes. terrible that the gods deemed to give the humans the sun and made us all live underground because we were stronger than them. So we're going to blow the uh, overground up so we can see the sun. Hmm. Um, and, uh, well, now I've crushed your hopes. I'm going to kill you. And then Dai gets up and says, screw you, essentially. <laughs> you liar. Yeah. None of that's true. Um and then him getting up makes everyone else get up. Uh, and then this is kind of where Vern's like, oh, yeah, I guess this is how you managed to beat all my henchmen before with your uh, low-level powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he takes a scratch from Dai, and so just starts hurling multiple booms at him. <laughs> and uh, what's his final thing he does? Oh, it's like a... Is it like loads and loads of booms all at once, or is it loads of frizzes? Um, yeah, well, well, he, he's doing that. He's just knocking them all away, but he's just as well. I'm also like throwing my aura around. That's it, the aura, yeah. Like, like a super fun, yes. super fun, powerful evil aura. So I'm, not, I'm using that too. So let's fucking see what you got. If you're, you're, you're Dragonic Aura versus mine, and then like, he just, well, he's got a cool name for it. Um, I think it is like, like he's fun to, you know, puts a bit in there and, and throws like a firebird at him. It's got, like a Kaiser Phoenix, that's it. And we had a that's that name. That's yeah. Kaiser Phoenix, yeah. That's Give him the old advanced yeah. trash and yeah. see what it does. And as soon as the land in, he's just like, like fucking, it's almost like comedic. It's been, he's all been fun, sizzled and burned up. And uh, two, the two lesser burns are going, whoa, <laughs> tag the boss. 
Uh, but the next episode, they seem to be still yes. fighting, and he looks fine. Okay. So. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it looks like Vern's dead at the end of the episode. Then you watch next week. Oh, he's up and fighting, and he's making. Like Rand, uh, he's supposed to put him burst out of his clothes, and you know, or whatever. It's just like you know, look have a copy or whatever that. Yes. it's going to be some fun, some dickhead. That was anyway. just the first form of Vern. Here is the second form, identical to the first, or something. Yeah, sure. Uh, is it? Uh... Oh, Hadler's dude's back as well next week. Yeah, the chess pieces are there. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what's the, what's the fucking deal? They blew up the boss. Um, <laughs> there was one stage where they'd given up and Pop's like, okay, yeah, we do need to retreat. And he tried to fly away, but there's a barrier around the whole... Can I escape flying... the battle? Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't run away. Um, so I presume... But he says, but you can move between Fern Palace. Like, you can walk around in it and shit. So presumably the chess bees are off on some wing yeah. or tail feather or something like that. So they have to walk their way over here. And they're going to come on in and they're not going to put like a stick against the door to keep it open. It's going to slam shut. And it's like, oh, now we're all locked in again. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Yeah. A lot of the episode felt like, oh, you've come to the final boss fight without leveling up high enough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we will see where it goes. It, 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 it's like an old, old that encounter you have before. Oh, you, you, now you finally caught up with the villainous, uh, the villainous leader, and it's that why you aren't meant to win. When everything you do, like you know, one knocks you down to one HP, and it, it seems grim, but the yeah. the cutscene starts then, and then something else intervenes. Yeah, there's as I said to Dwayne, there's like two or three more arcs after this bit. So, yes, <laughs> this is not um, nowhere the final fight. Oh, uh, then we've got Muta King, the Dancing Hero, Episode 7, Stage of Dreams, in which our heroes rush around the depressing state of uh, near San Francisco in search of MC Baby for advice on how to write a new song. Because Granny says, oh, if, if we had MC Baby, MC Baby always like wrote bangers. So Then Setsuno, Master of Ceremonies. Hmm. Uh, they, like... Uh, he tries down at the the arcade, and the guy's all like, "Yeah, we know who that is, but um, we can't tell you where he's at." So you know, yep. doesn't quite work out. DJ, what what kind of research is DJ doing? He's trying to break into the restaurant, yes. but doing a very piss poor job of it. Yeah, the toilet. Uh, like he's that reaching door. for the door. The toilet's that door. Oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. Reaches towards the door. It's like that's the toilet over there. The, the most yeah. emotionality I've ever seen from her, the the waitress or cook at the restaurant, and um, and just he's kind of like maybe a third time. Uh, he's not very, he's not a good spy, <laughs> basically. Yeah, uh, they, 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 they follow the trade of clues anyway, or the leads of you know, of, of course, like where one of his like uh, his last like uh, appearance was because he was formerly a pitcher for the for the San Francisco New York San Francisco Aliens. He was like you mm. know. He had a killer left arm, you know, to pitch pitching with, and it was like a we were slugger at the bat as well. So we go to the ruins like of baseball stadium, and then we kind of get pulled into this like uh, vision of the past. Yeah, when the was full, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. the when bases were loaded, it was a pretty piss poor baseball game because we're in the fun the bottom of the ninth inning, and there's been no fucking runs at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he throws out his shoulder, but he still takes the bat um one-handed and he gets mm -hmm. the home run and that lets them win the big game but unfortunately i never could play baseball again but yeah. i did want to fill the concert again so i became prince and that allowed me to fill up with it as a concert uh, in the in the stadium 
because uh, the stadium was used for concerts and sports. Um, but that was also taken away. So he became um, the I've forgotten her name of Vivi. Vivi, yes. Exist to Vivi, yeah. Yeah, you see, like in, in, that, in that vision of the stadium, and now you see, like, in all some multicolored children, and when they were, when they were smaller, yes. and then like two brothers who attend the dining room, they were a little younger as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's here, yeah. And yeah, AMC Baby was protecting the kids from an inky black creature, which has left Vivi with a parasitic octopus tattoo on her back. Hmm. Mm. Uh, and she she says like this will kill me soon and I was just like surely like dance or love is the way to beat that but alright fair enough um, uh, I guess we'll see but that's why MC Baby can't come out of retirement and help them but Vivi can tell them play catch and uh, <laughs> that'll help you figure out how to write a song basically just like you, you guys are throwing the ball throwing the old I was going to say pigskin I have no idea what a baseball is called anyway they're throwing it back and forth to each other and they're just having a fucking conversation and talking about how, what they like about each other or what uh, they need to do. And it's just like, oh, wait, we actually work well together. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So next song, we both have singing parts. OK, cool. That'll work. Hmm. <laughs> that's that's the idea. Uh, and so they immediately head off and do that uh, hmm. and uh, defeat Octink once again. Hmm. And the town goes back to a little bit more like normal. After yeah, three successive episodes of it turning inkier and inkier. Hmm. Also, the people who were bad-mouthing Mooty King at the start of the episode declare how great it is. But the best... That just makes it seem like there, we... there's like nothing to them. Yeah. We, for- we forgot the Sute King bit when they go to the beach. Yes! And they're oh. looking for MC Baby and they're like, they see a, a pair uh, of shapely legs, legs behind a mm. uh, parasol and they go, is that MC Baby? And they say, that's a woman. And they look around and it's like, and it is Sute King catching some rays he's waiting for a good wave and they're like it's it's raining ink right now what are you what are you doing bro yeah i'm waiting all right i'm gonna come uh i kind of hope there's zero explanation to his behavior that he's just uh he's just really cool cool. yeah the man about town i i would love if he had no purpose in the plot other than to show up and be fucking awesome and then leave um straight away (laughs) Yeah, no, very, very silly show. Very, um, very fun. I, I, I liked some of the reveals. I was like, okay, we thought Vivi was going to be his dad, but like, it turns out it's like, no, I'm an unrelated baseball player and pop star. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Running into his sister again. They actually accidentally knock her down a hill to <laughs> seeming the death. Uh, She's always falling to her death. Have you not noticed that? That's like her thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Buster Body, that's the name of Buster uh, Brody, that's it. The uh Yeah. Yeah, the uh the baseball player incarnation. Yeah, every incarnation has a cool name, so got that going for him. Mm. And brand new song. Yeah. Did which you yeah. get tired of in if you were if you, if you, if you episodes time for a pretty gotta write a new one, you know, to get <laughs> to get that other hit single out. And it looks it's like the next week's episode is focusing on the problem of being too famous. Mm. Oh, at the end of the episode, or is it after the credits? He pulls out the helmet, does the "I am Iron Man" fucking shit. Yes, for no reason, seemingly, <laughs> just reveals his secret identity. What's yeah. the point of having Venus being a super dancing hero if no one showers you with adulation? Because you're fighting crime. 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> then finally, we got Lupin the Third, Part Six, Episode Five: The Imperial City Dreams of Thieves, Part One, in which Lupin is sent back in time through a mysterious device that we briefly see from his memories and mm. is stuck inside an assortment of Edgar Rampo novels. Yep, the mm. big book club continues. Uh, um, and some more, <laughs> more kind of required reading for getting a lot of the gist of... Yes, cause I had, to, I had to look up uh, The Golden Mask, which is... Um, That's the... Yeah, that's the one which is 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 literally versus who is the golden mask? Who's the thief? The golden mask. Well, it turns out he's Arsène Lupin. Arsène Lupin. <laughs> Lupin. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so he's playing uh, Lupin the first, technically. Yes, he's his yeah. grandfather yeah. in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, um, and... and yeah, I was like, okay, all of these are definitely characters, but at least I have enough context from watching enough anime based off of Rampo and fucking books by him. I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm caught up. I'm good. And the Fujiko standing is the Black Lizard from the uh, the novel The Black, the Black Lizard. Lizard. Mm. I mean, like I kind of prefer the the cool old man version from. <laughs> from uh, well, yeah. well, in the book, yeah, it was always it was always like a, a female criminal mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally, Fujiko will take on that role. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it must must be a detective, like a police detective that he always uses because, like. Sure. So, like, because like Zenigata is also from like a very long lineage of 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 lawmen as well. So, why well, couldn't this be like like one Zenigata's like granddad or whatever? But you know, this needed. Yeah, apparently had the cast, so he was the one for it. Yes, uh, but yes, this is essentially giving us Lupin the Third versus Kogoro Akechi, mm. um, and they are. He's there's a treasure being brought back from Inner Mongolia. Yeah, it was uh, like a, a a king fled his falling empire, and this was the only thing he brought that proved his his lineage. Because it's a great uh, technical work, because it not only a clock that shows time, but also shows constellations and reads fortunes and that kind of thing. Um, the Japanese military are after it, uh, including hmm. uh, Jigen or a Jigen equivalent. Um, hmm. But I, I like Lupin. It's like, is that Jigen? It's like, oh, no way. He doesn't have a revolver. That's not, that's not Jigen. Dude's like him, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. The, the Jigen is playing the part of this guy. Yeah. So Lupin seeming more, seeing more and more as he's, as he's going through this thing. I was like, okay, so you are, because he keeps calling um, Black Desert Fuji Cakes and stuff. He's like, who the fuck are you talking about? You're talking like a weirdo. And he's like, so I'm playing the role. He's like, okay, so we have a master detective. We have a treasure. We have a, we have beauty trying to move the treasure. What we need is a master thief to play the role. And he's like, okay, I'm playing a part. Uh, he's getting the gist of it, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, someone's vibrating on my computer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who are the other two characters? The, the uh, there was like uh, there was a one who is um, she's like the daughter of this of this prestigious family from Kyoto who run like uh, who own like this lot of um, department stores. And... Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're going to bring this treasure that she's found with her, like, uh, with her, her crew, and it's going to be displayed in her family's apartment store, uh, that kind of thing. And she also has like um, a, a local girl 
who is definitely not a girlfriend, even though they love to hang around in the hotel room in their negligees, <laughs> sipping champagne. And holding, holding hands. Holding yeah, hands. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's perfectly normal for the time. It's just, they're, they're roommates. Um, there you go. Um, <clears throat> I, like, I love the idea that um, Lupin is like, I don't know what the plot is. I'm going to go to the movies and watch the, the newsreels. It's like, ah, don't mind her slight frame, boys. She's quite the adventurer. That kind of like old movie serials explaining the plot to him but as soon as it shows like the clock the, the film cuts out and he's like okay so something's trying to fucking keep me from seeing whatever the fuck that is so i do need to steal that whatever it is yes, yes. um uh Sarantia is the uh the serious girl who's handy with a knife yeah yeah she she seems to be a um uh gorman standing until gorman just fucking appears from like nowhere to try and murder <laughs> lupin the black lizard says, "I also have like another like uh, strong, strong man in my employ." And like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, "This is like, think, think current day Goemon is the thirteenth because this would be at least the eleventh then." Yes, <laughs> he's just playing another version of himself as well. Yeah, yeah, yes, um, yeah. He shows up at the uh, the museum when he, yeah, he's, yeah. When Lupin tries to join up with our adventurer um, heiress and. Um, they're like, come on, we'll go see the treasure together. And Goemon is like, nope, I'm here to murder you. <laughs> now, is the is the clock the thing he sees in his memory? It yeah, seems it to be. Looks yeah. like it anyway. Or um, a similar yeah. kind of mechanical device. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do go and check the uh, the the Mamo episode because I couldn't remember what his time machine looked like. It's an upside down egg, so it's not this. <laughs> I was wondering, was it related to one of the old ones? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Could be a similar kind of weird device, I suppose. Yeah, because yeah. you gotta you gotta check because there's a recurring time traveler in the Lupin franchise. So. Yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah, and with many guest writers are getting in here, um, you know, it's probably someone's favorite episode or favorite story. That they, yeah, they want. Oh, sure. going to be, let me write it. I gotta have time travel. Yeah, use use my boy clones. Um, they used him in the eye catches for part four as well, didn't they? Um, they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but obviously, not the other Mamo because he's busy in the Koike, um things, which fingers crossed, maybe we're getting another one because James Shimoji mm. said that he's finished working on a project <laughs> and as mm. his projects he's been working on have been the other Lupin uh, things from Koike. Yeah, it might get slowed down a bit for obvious reasons. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sure, if, sure. if, if, if one of these things just like come out of one saying, "Oh, it's here," like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, the fact that it happens, like, cool, yeah, no problem. Mm. Um, yeah, like this, this was a fun one. I know it's like a a period piece, kind of like, but the mystery is why is it a period piece? Yes. Um. Yeah, but it's still fun. It's still pretty bouncy. It hits kind of like the the notes you want to see. Yeah, and there's like this nice little like uh, aside to it as well from the like books and things. Like the black lizard mm-hmm. in the books, you got like uh, this uh, exhibition hall full of taxidermied corpses uh, arranged in various poses. And so I like how when they're breaking into the department store at night, you have all of the mannequins. Uh, up, up yeah, the make it like, seem kind of spooky. Out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, can be interesting what what if 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 always made us wanted to go back in time and have a little kind of romp with these characters in this in this time yeah. period in this in, the, in this uh, start of the fucking Showa era that um was it in, in the gold mask the unmasked like the thief it's Arsene Lupin it's like oh of course it was 
And then it's like you use the opportunity to have a go of one and say, yeah, Arsene Lupin, like you're like, you know, world renowned teeth, but you're still a fucking white dude who looks down on Asian people. You know, it's just, it was just like Rampo was like fucking like kind of going after this like almost sacred cow of, of like pulp and mystery writing and saying, yeah, but it's, you know, it's still a lot of it's things. It's kind of fucked the, up the way all the main characters are white, isn't it? Hmm. There's probably a lot of those things in the stories now that may have had some like, you may have kind of up against some like yellow pearl villain or something like that. Saying, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. uh, yeah, but the, um, the Arsene Lupin novels were very popular in uh, East Asia at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look on the Jess Nevin's uh, pulp encyclopedias there's like examples of this is it's like this is just Arsene Lupin but the Chinese a, a Chinese version of him probably because yeah, they yeah, were told yeah, to sure. s- stop just making bootleg Arsene Lupin stories which was the other thing which went on a lot of um, there's a reason why there's Sherlock Holmes is about yeah yeah, yeah it was that and Sherlock Holmes people made loads of copies and bootlegs thereof well um, when well Akechi Kokoro is like a Sherlock yes. Holmes rip off <laughs> himself. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think Edgar, I think Edgar Rampo is one of his teeth fucking throwing stones in his glass house for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that, that, that that's why they visited in this season when they're doing Sherlock Holmes as well. It's like. Yeah, like have Lupin versus a bunch of famous detectives. This is Sherlock Holmes, the fifth. This is. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a time travel story. This, Yeah, they can, yes. they can have. But, a but specifically like referencing a story which. Borrowed Arsene Lupin. Yes, <laughs> so, uh, so he fits right in. A you famous equivalent yeah. of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. but but him being Arsene Lupin the third, very established, like uh, Japanese popular culture character, is it's, it's like kind of like trying to like turn that uh, dynamic around a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, again, could this be a bit romp, big romp? Let's see if they could like say something or do something interesting with us in the second part. We'll see. Yeah, so, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not holding out for any sort of uh, concrete revolutionary commentary on Japanese imperialism. <laughs> um, mm. That is definitely where it could go, but I'm not sure it is going to go. I mean, there's a little bit of it with the military man, but the military are kind of shown mm. as not only like boots, past, but, but there's yeah. but even like the heroine, it's like it's a bit off traveling to uh, another country and stealing their treasures. Um, but it's, it is, in a museum. It, it's like it sure is a thing imperial countries love to do, though. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, but like I say, I don't think this is going to go in that direction. Uh, be fun if it did. Be fun if it also did with all the British stuff as well. Because um, you could definitely make that comparison too. But like I said, don't think this yeah. is don't think this is a concrete revolution. So I mean, like I, I feel like as most as it would say would be Lupin is just like, hey, it's bad to steal from cultures because you think you're superior. I just steal shit to be rich. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's the only reason to steal. Return the Elgin marbles to Greece so I can steal them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because it never really went hard on say Italian government or the French government in the previous two. So also guilty of a bunch of things. Yes. But yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure they're gonna go much further. Uh, yeah. the well, it kind of went after a bit like the fucking surveillance capitalism crowd a bit, but they're they're, yeah. they're an easy target all the same. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Righty ho, that is it for this week. Less hmm. next week because Kodan's back on some sort of one shot. Uh, 
fake story that doesn't have any bearing on the reality of things. Uh, and they will never bring up again. <laughs> yes. We'll just pretend. Like, that... I, I look back at this episode, it's like, oh my God, I'm still embarrassed to talk to my boyfriend about kissing him, kissing him months ago. Well, three years, <laughs> two to three years ago, I think, at this point. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. It's years at this Cause stage. Because when, yeah. oh, no. yeah, when we started talking about it on the podcast was just after they'd kissed. So I haven't watched the episode <laughs> where they kissed yet. But that was probably months <laughs> before that episode. Yeah, yeah. We know they kissed in London, so... Uh, oh, they do in the oh opening, and the though. new opening theme is terrible. Yes. The new opening is Ooh. wretched. The, a, the, the last one was a real fucking banger, so I, it's got a lot to fucking compete it against. It is, and it's obsessed yeah. with. It's just all about the, key the kiss, ring, the kiss, and the keyring being ever. Yeah, yeah. The keyring is like a main fucking character. Yes, you'd th- you'd think if you had never seen Detective Conan before, watching the opening, that there was some sort of uh, living keyring that was a big part of this show from watching the opening. <laughs> Yeah, you might think it was a romance that involved some sort of spiky eggplant that enabled romance. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real weird and no good. Um, <laughs> hopefully the the Police Academy one gets its own themed scene. Um, and yeah, me and Dwayne know which theme two we wanted to have, but we... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just people even more. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Those films are now like great, but that score is, is not to be messed around with. <laughs> oh, no, we, we were thinking of the, uh, the Fat Boys theme tune to the Police Academy animated series. <laughs> oh. Wrap <well, laughs> me the plot. Thank you. <laughs> There should be more wrapping of the plot in anime. Uh, I mean, that yeah, first Moriarty yeah. the Patriot got very close. Uh, it was very close to just literally the theme. Here's the theme in musical form. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that is that is my favourite sort of theme. Is the one which is just blatantly about the show. You can't use it for <laughs> anything else. <laughs> That's yeah. why Cutie Hoodie's theme so good. Because it's just talking about Cutie Hoodie for the entire time. Hmm. Uh, Rightio, we're back Tuesday, Niall, back to the old schedule. Tuesday, yes. Rightio, we will not be here. Yes. You may not be here, Dwayne. I am going to the dentist, so I don't know how fucked up my mouth will be or how able I'll be to talk. Okay, yeah. we'll manage without you if needs be. Good luck yeah. at the dentist. Sure. We'll see you then, dear listener, dear viewer, back on Tuesday next week. Goodbye. Tuesday. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs>